0: Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. Hello and welcome to Visionaries Global Media. Today we present to you a pilot screening of a brand new podcast called View from the Top of the Goalpost." Hopefully you enjoy, and hopefully we will have new episodes coming soon.
1: Welcome to the first edition of View from the Top of the Goalpost. That's right, new show, it's still the same old host, but I am Diesel, joining you from Diesel's Dapper Dungeon of Delight, and I am joined by the one and only Dadalak, my best friend and favorite person to talk football with. Chad! How are you doing, Chad?
0: Why, hello, Diesel. I am doing phenomenal. I am very happy to be sitting in the talent chair this week instead of the hosting chair. It's a it's a nice feeling. I, f- I see why you don't want to leave this spot.
1: I mean, it is, it is kind of nice, but I was thinking while watching the games on Sunday, like, we talk about football all the time, and we used to make picks on a weekly basis with our friends for like a good five, six years, where we keep track and notebook and actually have like a little, and we do make side bets too. That was pretty fun, but uh, yeah, I just thought it'd be fun to do this again, so it sucks that I didn't think about this last week because we get started with week one, but hey, we, we still got a whole season ahead of us. It used to be a 17-week season, so we're just doing it old school.
0: Yeah exactly. Week one doesn't
1: just, count anyways, right?
0: Yeah, we're just old school fans. I don't I don't believe in an 18-week season, so it just didn't happen.
1: So, do you want to get into this to make some picks, talk about some football?
0: I would love to, Diesel.
1: I am excited. Uh, the first game this week is Thursday Night Football. And it is the 1-0 Los Angeles Chargers at the 1-0 Kansas City Chiefs. We start out with a AFC West battle. And who do you got for this game and why? How
0: about the Chargers having to go back-to-back division games to start the season? They get the Raiders and then the Chiefs. Like, hey, Chargers, are you for real or not? That's what we're going to find out this week. They already proved it once. I think they prove it again. I think Justin Herbert is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Like him and Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes as well. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to throw shade. But... I really think last week went a bit a little bit of fool's gold with Kansas City. I just think Arizona's a lot worse like on defense than we thought they were. And I think the Chargers are going to expose that. I got the Chargers in this game only by three, though. Like This is going to be a shootout.
1: Okay. I like this matchup a lot because of like what it means for the AFC West as a whole. Uh, I am a fan of the Chiefs. Obviously, go Packers, as you can see in my background too. But, I mean, the Chiefs were my team that I chose. I was born a Packers fan. I chose to be a Chiefs fan. Um, So I like this matchup. And with it being at home, and Patrick Mahomes looked nasty last Sunday. I wish I had him on my fantasy team. I was one pick away from – or two picks away from getting him, but – Jenny stole stolen from me, but I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I agree it's going to be a close game, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with it being a four-point victory, like uh,
0: 24-28. I think this also, and I won't lie, I still have my preseason biases really locked into my brain, and I said to everyone, and I put my life on it, not my life really, but I think Kansas City's regressing this year, and that first week made me look like an idiot, but I'm going to stick to my guns. They're regressing.
1: I mean, obviously, Kyler didn't do enough studying. So, I mean, that that was part of it. So, I mean, it was Arizona, and I did say uh, a few weeks ago that I'm not a believer in Arizona at all. So, I guess this is a real test for both the Chiefs and the Chargers, and it's Thursday Night Football, and it's the first one on Amazon Prime Video. I'm excited. Let's go.
0: You really think that Amazon definitely paid the big bucks in the NFL scheduler? Like, give us a great first game. We just paid you a billion dollars. We better have like a primetime matchup. If you give us the Jags, I swear I will lose it.
1: Now, um, Michaels and Herbie. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a weird combo, I think. But I didn't watch any of their preseason stuff. So this will be my first like seeing them together.
0: Yeah, pre-show just like the preseason, Chad doesn't watch. So I didn't see any of it either.
1: Moving on to the first game on Sunday at noon. We got the 1-0 Miami Dolphins at the 1-0 Baltimore Ravens. And if this game is like either of the games that were played last week, we're going to have a good one.
0: Man, I uh, I won't lie to you. I did not look at the schedule. The only brief like scheduling things I know is I briefly glanced at my fantasy team when I was doing the waiver wire. Wednesday is my big day to look at everything and put my bets in. So... Wow, this is a good matchup. I am a believer in the Dolphins, and they just beat the Patriots, and that hurt a lot, and they beat the Patriots. It wasn't even a close game. And the Raiders beat up on the Jets, or the Ravens beat up on the Jets. You know, I think Lamar's in a contract here. I know I said I just believe in the other team, but I'm gonna take the Ravens here. I think that probably J.K. Dobbins should be back this week. I think he was basically a healthy scratch last week. And Lamar is going to ball out, and I hope that uh, DuVernay gets 100 yards and five touchdowns because I picked him up in multiple fantasy leagues.
1: I am going to agree with you. I think Baltimore is going to win this game because, number one, Lamar Jackson isn't a contract here. I don't see him staying with Baltimore. But uh, I think that also, even though Baltimore just played the Jets, they looked good good in the second half of that game and the Dolphins are still a team that's like Tariq Hill is still new Tua is still unproven there's a lot of people who have decided whether Tua is good or not I'm not one of those people I'm still in the wait and see camp because I still think he has potential but with it being in Baltimore I think that Baltimore is going to edge them out and probably I'm going to go by 10. I think they're going to pull away a little bit at the end of the game.
0: Quick sidebar. Yeah, I, I got, got the, the bell. bell back. Finally. Well, wow, I'm actually down in my office for once. It's not that I ever lost the bell. I just never brought it out of my office. Fun fact, do you know that Tua is now 4-0 and against Bill Belichick in his last four meetings with him?
1: That's nuts because uh, there was a time when the Dolphins couldn't even buy a win against the Patriots.
0: Yeah, and nobody beats Bill Belichick every time in a row. Bill Belichick has one of the best, like, win-loss records after a loss ever in all of history. And Tua just keeps beating him every time.
1: I'm telling you, people are, like, judging Tua too early.
0: I I don't think he's trash, but I don't think he's treasure either. I think he's a solid quarterback. I think he'd be another Kirk Cousins. And Kirk Cousins really could win a Super Bowl if they put the right pieces around him.
1: I mean, sometimes solid quarterbacks still get in the Hall of Fame. Look at, like, uh, Kurt Warner. Like, I don't think – I mean, there was a couple years where he was great, won MVPs, but, I mean, overall, I don't think that he was, like, like great, but he was solid enough to win some Super Bowls and take teams to Super Bowls, and bam. But moving on to the next game, we got another game on Sunday at noon. We have the 0 one New York – Jets at the 1-0 Cleveland Browns and I can't believe the Browns pulled out that game on Sunday. I was rooting for Baker to get his revenge and didn't happen. It was really close though. That, that rushing touchdown that he had, when he like missiled that ball into the wall and like once hit that cameraman in the face, I was like, "Damn, Baker, chill out.
0: I think that's my favorite thing that has changed is that teams don't, or people don't spike the football anymore. They just huck it at a wall. And I don't know why, it just seems so much cooler. Like the spike was cool, but this is like the spike 7.0. I just love when people whip the football like that. But yeah, man, this... I'm really mad at the Browns. I, I I was texting Diesel on Sunday during the games. I love betting on the NFL, it's one of my favorite things. And Chad had a chance to win some really good money this week because he really felt strongly about a lot of underdogs. And two of the underdogs let him down at the end of the game. And then this game also let me down at the end of the game because a 58 yard field goal was kicked. And if Baker would have gotten his revenge, Chad would have won $500. That's neither here nor there. The Browns are going to win this game. I got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt running all over. Nick Chubb getting all the yards and then Kareem Hunt scoring every touchdown just to spite me and make me an angry, angry man. I got the I got the Browns by 14. Just maybe a garbage time touchdown in the end of the game makes the game seem closer than it was.
1: The great thing about football is it's – Nearly impossible to have a perfect week and go seventeen and zero. When we were doing our league back in the day, we only did it. We only had one week that was perfect out of like the whole six years. And there's people that got close, to like one or two losses. But I feel like this could be one of the games that seems like it's very obvious that Cleveland is going to win this game, but the Jets come out on top. I'm picking Cleveland, but I still feel like, I don't know, the Jets looked really good in the first half against Baltimore. Um, But, I mean, they're still the Jets, so I'm going with Cleveland.
0: I respect that. The Jets were not terrible against the Ravens that whole game, and they stuck with it the whole time, and the Ravens couldn't put them away. And Cleveland couldn't put away Carolina. So if that happens again, maybe it'll be a 58-yard field goal the other way.
1: You're a lot of fun matchups this week. Uh the next game is also uh, at noon on Sunday. It is the 1-0 Washington Commanders. It's gonna it's still having an issue. Like I my brain has to stop and think. What are they called now? Washington Commanders at the Detroit Lions, who are 0-1. And last week, the Detroit-Philadelphia uh, game was interesting for a while, and then Philadelphia pulled away. I mean, Detroit scored the first touchdown of the year, which I thought was really cool because they are on hard knocks.
0: Yeah, everyone's got that hard knocks feeling about Detroit right now. Everyone's rooting for Detroit. Every It's that, like, hard knocks feeling. Yeah. Whatever team it is, everyone's like, oh, they're going to go far this year.
1: But, I mean, it's also Dan Campbell. Like, he's just a likable coach. Like, I lions are gonna be middle of the road they're gonna be better than what they've been in the last like five years but they're not gonna be great but they have a solid team and they 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 have building blocks
0: dude amun ross st brown all the way one of the greatest names of all time in nfl history i only got him on one fantasy team and i'm sad about it
1: i have him on one too um Oh, it was great on Sunday if you watched Red Zone like within like a minute on Ross Saint Brown scored a touchdown for the Lions then Aquiana or, or, whatever I can't he played for the Packers. yeah Aquaminius thank you Saint Brown scored a touchdown for the Bears boo um but I thought it was really cool that like within like a minute they both scored a touchdown
0: yeah I thought that was great I think that was within two minutes and also just quick shout out because I'm sure we'll talk about it a hundred times during this show but Red Zone, greatest invention of all time. And Sundays, like, I don't know how I just used to sit and even watch, even when I had Sunday ticket, and I would flip between the games. I would miss so many things. Now I see everything. What's
1: what's the host's name? Uh, something Hanson? Uh, Chris Hansen.
0: No that's, no, Chris Hansen. <laughs> no, that's the guy from uh, The Bachelor.
1: No, that's the guy from Catch a Predator. Oh, yep. Uh, <laughs> it, whatever. Uh, Scott. Scott there Hansen, Yeah. That guy is awesome. Like, he's really good, and, like, he gets you jacked up. And, like, I always like when uh, he calls the bewitching hour. Like, it's like, yes, red zone is the best, and the Packers play on Sunday Night Football this week. So that means I'm going to get to watch. They usually focus just on the Packer game, so then I won't watch red zone. But I get to watch it from noon to, like, 7 o'clock, and those are the best days. So I'm excited. But uh, who do you have for Washington and Detroit?
0: I am taking Detroit, and I'm taking it in a shootout, and this would be Chad's golden betting tip of the week. We'll see if these ever actually work out, or if I just lose people money, if they actually listen. Take the over in this game. I don't care if they set it at 50 or what. I think it's up to, like, 55 or something at this point. I don't care. Take the over. The Commanders just gave up 20-some points to the Jaguars, and it should have been a lot more because the Jags just dropped Multiple touchdown passes in that game, and we'll get to that later. But And then the Lions gave up 38 points. No defense here, folks. Solid offenses. Take the over. I got Detroit by six in a weird scoring game.
1: This one's tough because you don't know if Washington is any good or not. Like, I've thought about it all, like, off season. Like, is this team, like, on paper, they don't look great, but they have this feel to them, like, they could actually sneakily win the NFC East. And so I don't know. But to do that, they're going to need to win games, like, at Detroit. And if they don't, I think this is a big test for Washington. I'm going to go out on a limb. And I'm going to pick Washington. Um, My heart wants Detroit to win, but I think I'm going to go ahead and pick Washington because why not? I want the NFC East to be a battle with three teams and the Cowboys not being the team that are battling. That would be a lot of fun. But moving on to the next game, which is Sunday, uh, is also at noon, we have... The 0-0-1 Indianapolis Colts at the 0-1 Jacksonville Jaguars. And I don't know how to feel about the Colts. Like, that was embarrassing. I mean, Texans looked good, but that was embarrassing that, like, they should have won that game. On paper, they're the better team. And I'm starting to wonder, is Matt Ryan done?
0: Yeah, that. Don't get me wrong, it was a division game. But to have the best running back in the NFL, a really good wide receiver core, a good to great defense, and give up 20 points and only score 20 points in an overtime game against the Houston Texans who are starting David Mills? That's that's a rough look. And that's a rough way to start the season when a lot of people had the Colts as a Dark Horse Super Bowl contender. And not even really a full-on Dark Horse Super Bowl contender. Some people were just saying full-on Super Bowl contender. And then the Jags. God, the Jags make me mad. The Jags are the team that underperform every year. It's those cat teams. The cat teams. I should stop betting on cat teams, folks. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this down in my book right now. Chad, stop betting on cat teams. I'm not going to listen. But... Jaguars just always shoot themselves in the foot. So, I got the Colts winning this game. Uh, I don't know if Matt Ryan's done. I think this probably will be his last season. But I feel like... I don't know if he really lost in that game or... Because I don't feel like he threw that many interceptions or had any fumbles. I didn't I didn't watch that game that closely because no one scored. So, Red Zone didn't even turn it on. <laughs> so, I just don't know.
1: I mean, they had it every now and then. Uh, but, yeah... I don't know. I like I like the fact that uh, they finally figured out in the second half that, oh, yeah, we have Jonathan Taylor. Maybe we should start running the ball. you know. But then they abandoned that at the end of the game, and it's reason one of the reasons this end game ended in a tie. But then you look at Jacksonville, who you're right, dropped so many passes in the end zone. I don't think uh, Lawrence looks that great. Like, I don't know. He's missing a lot of wide-open receivers as well. He's overthrowing people. It's – I don't know. Like, I have faith in Doug Peterson. I've always liked him. He's a winning coach. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to go with Indianapolis as well just because if they run the ball, they'll win this game. So I'm going to go and they'll win by 14 if they run the ball. I'm telling you. I mean, Jacksonville has a good defense, but Jonathan Taylor's on another level, and they need to take advantage of that while he's, like, entering his prime.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, Carson Wentz at one point – why did it say Carson Wentz? Matt Ryan at one point was, like, a, you know, MVP quarterback, so he doesn't need to get to that level again. He just needs to get to, like, the Ryan Fitzpatrick level of quarterbacking where you just do well enough that you don't know and talks about you. That's all what? you got to do
1: back up to Carson Wentz at Washington and like, he played really well on Sunday and like if he plays that well like he plays like he was supposed to play like all the way back when he was with Philly like Washington will be dangerous because they have a stable of young wide receivers and I think Gibson is a good enough running back Washington could be dangerous so like it's all, it's all on Wentz
0: scary terry baby one of my favorite wide receivers in the nfl
1: moving on to the next game this game is also noon bunch of noon games it's the best time for red zone they got like seven games going at once it is the 1-0 tampa bay buccaneers at the 1-0 new orleans saints we got ourselves an nfc self like showdown
0: so does tom brady finally get the monkey off his back of the saints in the regular season he hasn't beat him yet in the regular season since he's gone to Tampa.
1: No, I I don't I don't know if he does. It's I mean he looked good on Sunday night, but he was also playing the Cowboys who did not look good. Um The game was really like kind of boring, like Yeah, yeah I don't know. I it was built up in my head
0: Yeah, it built up in my head that it was going to be like last year's Tampa Bay-Dallas game. And it just, I mean, we should have all known after the first drive stalled out that this was going to be a boring game. But, yeah, I, do I believe in Tom Brady more or Jameis Winston? I believe in Tom Brady more. I think, I think he gets the monkey off his back. I think the Saints... Pulled out a miracle victory last week against Atlanta. I still don't know how Atlanta pissed away that lead. But that's neither here nor there yet. I don't think the Saints are actually that good. I think they're one of those teams that's going to be middle of the road. Can be dangerous. I do think Tampa is that good, though. And I think even with injuries, if they just give Leonard Fournette the ball. Like, by the third quarter, you can't tackle that man anymore. He is like a new school Jerome Bettis where he's a wrecking ball. Just blasting through people. So I got Tampa Bay, but I got in a real close game. Probably coming down to the final field goal. Maybe Tom Brady leads a game-winning drive here. Gets a little bit of redemption against the Saints in the Superdome.
1: I think it's going to come down to what quarterback performs better, to be honest with you. I think if Jameis plays like he's played in the past like against the packers last year in week one even if he plays like he played against falcons last week he had a good game like that the saints are in a good spot to win this game um i don't know i just think that tom brady can still go and i think that he's not interested in showing people he can still go he's just gonna go out and do it and my gut is telling me tampa bay but this is another one of those games that would not be surprised if new orleans won i'm gonna go with tampa bay by three and they're gonna win on like a final second field goal but i mean all these like the nfc self this division kind of feels like cutthroat like these teams like hate each other every single one of them like their rivalries are different than other division rivalries but so i'm interested i always like to see a good nfc South showdown but we're moving on to the next game which is on sunday at noon and it is the one nope nope sorry i gotta change that they lost the oh and one carolina panthers and my heart really wanted baker to win that game last week (laughs) He deserved to win 1. that
0: game. He deserved yeah, to win 1. that game.
1: See, this is weird. I would have flipped the, if we picked last week, I would have flipped the, uh, what the fuck? What is it called? The win records. loss records. There you go. I'm going to flip the records. This is the 0 1 Carolina Panthers at the 1 and 0 New York Giants. Um, This game could go either way, for real. Like, man. The Giants just beat
0: the Titans. This is a wild second week of NFL. I really did not look at the schedule at all because I have no idea. This this game literally could go either way. Is Saquon going to keep running like that? If Saquon's going to play like that, and Daniel Jones can be a middling quarterback, that team is going to dominate. I mean, they did great with the mouth breather with Saquon Barkley, and it was at the end of his career.
1: Eli Manning, yes.
0: Yeah. The uh, mouth breather. I said his yeah. name.
1: I, know. I I don't know like Carolina looked good looked bad looked good and then ultimately at the end looked bad uh Baker was all over the place but like he had some moments where he looked really good I don't know I don't know how to feel about this team I don't doesn't feel like they 100% believe in themselves they definitely should have beat the browns the browns were an easy target with i mean no offense to jacoby Brissett, he's he's a serviceable he's top of the line backup like yeah he's doing his job right now what he's supposed to do he's the guy i would want in this situation to be honest with you yeah but he's not deshaun watson like if it was deshaun watson versus the panthers last weekend i think everyone would have been like oh yeah the browns are going easily but i don't know i that makes me wonder. I'm going with the Giants. I'm going with the Giants. They're going to be 2-0. I'm, I want the NFC East to be a dogfight. That would be a lot of fun.
0: I'm going to agree with you. As I said earlier in the show, Chad's going to stay away from the big cat teams, even though I know I already picked the Lions. I'm going to take the Giants to beat Carolina. And Carolina's going to just stomp the Giants now. It's going to it's going to be an embarrassing game. Carolina's going to win like 31-7. But I'm still taking the Giants.
1: All right, moving on to another the last Sunday noon game, we have the 0-1 New England Patriots going to Heinz Field, the 1 0 Pittsburgh Steelers, who I feel should also be 0 1. But god damn it, I don't know what it is about McPherson in the regular season when it comes to like clutch kicking. Can't he do was it. clutching the postseason, but, like, there was that game last year. Not, not many people have been bringing this up, but the Packer game last year where it was back and forth, him amazing Crosby missing those kicks, yep. it, it kind of reminded me of that. But uh, I don't think Pittsburgh should have won that game. But New England definitely shouldn't have beat the Dolphins. They, they had their asses handed to them.
0: In a plastic bag. And yeah. apparently Mac Jones has an undisclosed back injury right now and the Boston media is already in a fucking tizzy right now about, oh, we saw the signs of regression coming at the end of last season. Mac Jones is a bust. Calm down, people. Calm down. It's one game. In Miami, where New England never wins, we never win in Miami no matter what, even if we're a great team, they will be fine. Unfortunately, I also have... New England losing this game, even though Bill Belichick and Tom Brady owned the Steelers for many, many years. It was Tom Brady and Bill Belichick who owned them. And I think this Steelers defense, even without T.J. Watt, is a terrifying, terrifying concept. And I just don't know who's going to score for New England. I got a low scoring game, like 20 to 13. But I got the Steelers, and that hurts my soul to stay. But I'm a prideful man, and I don't want to lose picks.
1: Yeah, this Steelers team is like a Steelers team of old. They have the steel curtain. They're going to win a, a lot of games that they win is going to be on the back of their defense. I don't. They don't have them winning this division or even being second in the division. But, I mean, they could be if, like... They play that well on defense, but they got Mitch Trubisky as their quarterback. So it's, yeah, I got Pittsburgh in this game as well because New England right now is, they're hurting. It's, it's, it's kind of weird to see this. I mean, everyone knew this was going to come eventually. And with the Boston media freaking out and everything like that, it makes sense. Like, they've, they've had this unrealistic, like, expectation, like, for so long that, it's just that now it's finally come crashing down, and I mean, they don't know how to handle it. It's going to be the same way in Green Bay once uh, Aaron Rodgers leaves, but yeah, New England doesn't really have anything right now. Unfortunately, they're on a downswing. They look at some draft picks. I don't know if Bill Belichick will survive this wave, though, to be honest with you. Um I he's never gonna win another Super Bowl, unfortunately, in my opinion. But he's up there in age. That's that's the only thing. If he was 10 years younger, I could see him turning this team around and going for another run maybe. But yeah. Moving on. Okay, then next game we have is the first game at 305 on Sunday. And it is the 0-1 Atlanta Falcons at the 0-1. Los Angeles Rams, and one team looked like they played above their expectation. The other team looked uh, disappointing, in my opinion. And I thought also Marcus Mariota looked pretty good for starting for the first time since I think guys said 2019.
0: Yeah, I think it was something like that. Yeah, it's the first time he started a game in a long time. I... I mean, the Rams have to win this game, right? We have to have a Rams bounce back here. But is Atlanta, is this a fool's gold? Like, it was week one. So it's the greatest overreaction week of the year is after week one of the NFL season. Like, but they looked good until they didn't. And they fell apart and they gave up, like, 17 straight points and lost the game. But they were crushing it for a long while. Cordell Patterson looked good. Mariota looked good. Drake London looked good. Everyone looked good on the team besides Kyle Pitts, who didn't get the ball at all for some reason. I don't know why. But no. Rams got to win in this game. The Rams have the extra practice time. They played on Thursday. They are angry. They got destroyed by the Bills. They need to make a statement here. I got the Rams by 17 points going away in the end.
1: Yeah, the thing about the Atlanta Falcons was last week they were playing the New Orleans Saints, their bitter rival. And if you haven't watched the Secret Base, like, four-hour, like, documentary on the history of the Atlanta Falcons, I highly recommend it. Um, They go in-depth, the hatred between these two franchises. So... Like when they're at their best and when they're at their worst, it doesn't matter. Like, this is a game every single time. And it's one of my favorite rivalries in all of the NFL. But the Rams played the Buffalo Bills, who are, in many people's opinion, the best team in the NFL. And they sure looked like it on week one, defeating the Super Bowl champs and like easily. I think the only real question mark is. Is Stafford healthy? Like with his elbow, uh, it's a little concerning to me. Um, I do believe that the Rams will beat the Falcons. It's just I worry about the longevity of Stafford for this season. Um, They're definitely missing OBJ. Um, I... I don't know if the Rams are going to be as good this year as they were last year. And I wouldn't be surprised if they just miss out on the playoffs with a lot of the reasons I just mentioned. If Stafford isn't durable, they're not going to be very successful. So, But this week, I do have the Rams. Um, next, we're moving on to an NFC West matchup. And it is the 1-0 Seattle Seahawks at the 0-1 San Francisco 49ers. And once again, this is one where I would have flipped the records if we would have picked last week. I didn't think that Seahawks would actually beat the Broncos, and I didn't think the Bears would beat the 49ers. I like this matchup. It's something... Like, once again, division matchups are always anybody can win. The games that are most up in the air are division matchups. But San Francisco does have a chip on their shoulder from losing to the Bears. And the Bears kind of had a little bit of an advantage with the way the weather was on Sunday. I feel like that made it more of a level playing field for the bears because i don't think the bears are very good at all and i do think that san francisco is one of the top teams in the nfc so i'm going san francisco and i do like the fact that geno smith went off on monday night and played really really well i just am not a believer that he's going to do that every week there was something special about the game on Monday night because Russell Wilson was coming back his first game, not as a Seahawk, but he was playing against the Seahawks. There's magic in the air. I'm not a Geno Smith believer in the long term, so I definitely have San Francisco.
0: Once again, this is a team, the NFC West losing every game besides Seattle, right? Because everyone else lost.
1: Yeah, Seattle is the leading the division right yep. now
0: by themselves. Just absolutely wild stuff. I have San Francisco winning going away. I don't think that Geno, after that emotional win over Se- or over Russell, I just don't see it happening again. So yeah, I got uh, them going away. So I'm going to take San Francisco, getting redemption. The only reason they lost that game was because of a freaking monsoon, all right? There's no other reason they lost to the Bears.
1: Made it a level playing field for the Bears. I think uh, the next game is going to be more interesting than it probably looks on paper. It is uh, Sunday at 325. We have the 0-1 Cincinnati Bengals at the 0-1 Dallas Cowboys. The only reason I think it's going to be interesting is because the Bengals didn't play great. Oh. Joe Burrow didn't play great on Sunday. He made some of the throws at the end of the game that he needed to. He finally started getting the ball to Jamar Chase. But um, that being said, Dallas, their backs are against the wall now. They've lost Dak Prescott for a number of weeks. They're saying six to eight with a fractured thumb. And now they got Cooper Rush starting for them and he's not great, but I can see them scrambling and maybe pulling a fast one over the defending AFC champions, but I'm not picking Dallas because I feel like that would be a foolish move, even though I think they could be one of the teams that sneakily gets a win this week. But uh, I I'm betting on Joe Burrow riding the ship this week and having a big game I don't think that the defense in Dallas is going to be as good as they were last year, even though they have uh, um, – his name is escaping me right now. He was rookie last year. He was like a one-man show on Sunday night. He was the only one doing anything in defense. Uh, So much football I watch. I can't remember everything. I'm sorry. Um, But, yeah, I am picking Cincinnati – at dallas um cincinnati was worrying me though on sunday even though it's week one and nothing is established yet there was a lot of games where teams lost where they probably shouldn't have lost and hopefully it doesn't bite them in the butt going forward um so yeah i can't wait to hear what chad's thoughts are on this game when he finally gets back he is taken care of his child right now he's being a responsible father and you can't be mad about that so uh, oh there he is he's back it's a video podcast and you can see that Uh, welcome back chad
0: oh hello everyone and yes cincinnati versus dallas is the backup that bad is cooper rush that bad is joe burrow as bad as five turnovers one of those answers is yes one of those answers is no and in that order Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm going with all the angry teams this week, and it's probably gonna bite me in the ass, but I am taking the Bengals. Going away. I'm gonna take the Bengals winning by 21 here.
1: I mean, I can definitely see that. I mean, the the Cowboys are a house of cards right now. They're just ready to crumble already, and it's week two. Uh, Mike McCarthy, uh I don't I don't think that he's gonna be the coach of the Cowboys next season. I'd be surprised if he survived the entire season this year, but who knows? If they start winning with Cooper Rush, I mean that's gonna help him a lot. But uh sidebar. Nice, I like that we got the bell back. I I saw this meme on Facebook yesterday and it basically saying, um Comment four words that would infuriate a Cowboys fan. And I just commented with head coach Mike McCarthy. Zing.
0: It's fact. It's a fact right there. Scooter Magruder, not a fan of uh, coach Mike McCarthy. I'm going to enjoy really watching Scooter Magruder videos all year because he's just going to be yelling constantly. If you don't watch Scooter Magruder on uh, YouTube. We're not friends or anything. This is just a free plug because I love watching him get very angry about things. So check him out.
1: Like scooter um, I also if you're gonna throw out free plugs I'm gonna throw out a free plug to Tom Grossi because he's the man with all his like NFL fan reaction videos and he also hosts the podcast and he also does a podcast with uh, oh, that's good sports so uh, yeah yeah free plug there you go but uh, moving on to the next game which is Sunday at 325. We have the 00-1 Houston Texans at the 0-1 Denver Broncos. And I mean this one seems pretty obvious, right? It's gotta be Denver. on paper.
0: This one seems quite obvious.
1: Well, I mean, Denver just lost. Russell Wilson has to be embarrassed. Nathaniel Hackett has to be embarrassed. Like, has there ever been like a decision made by a uh, coach in his first game as stupid as going for a 64-yard field goal when you still had a minute left, three timeouts, fourth and five, when you just spent a quarter of a million dollars on a quarterback, you traded away, like, a shit ton of draft picks and Noah Fant and, like, Drew Locke. <laughs> uh, what the fuck was he thinking? Going for a 64-yard field Field goal.
0: And not, I, you know, I, would, I, I would understand it more if they were in Denver. Like going for a 65 yard field goal in Denver, sure. Because then you don't believe in Geno Smith taking them down the field to score again. But in Seattle? In Seattle, when you paid a quarter of a billion dollars for Russ? Wow, no, I don't, I think you're right. That might be one of the dumbest decisions ever. Like,
1: do you think like, uh, uh, what's his face? John Elway was... I had to do the motion to think he's quarterback. and John Elway, like, literally in that moment, like was like, I'm firing him right now. That was, that was a horrible hire. What the fuck was he doing? Like, what is Russell Wilson doing walking off the field, number one? Why didn't Russell Wilson just be like, timeout? I would have been like, fuck you, coach. Like, I don't care. They spent all this money on me. You think they're going to pick you over me? I don't think so. You know, like, it just... And then... Like, if you would have trotted them out there and then expected the Seahawks to call a timeout and then put your offense back on the field and, like, try to, like, get them all frazzled, I could see that maybe as, like, a strategy, a stupid one, but it's better than kicking the field goal, number one. And then it's also – Nathaniel Hackett was the offense coordinator for the Packers two years ago when they went for the field goal when they were down by eight with – and the fourth down when they could have uh, like i don't know went for it and maybe tied the fucking game in the NFC championship so Nathaniel Hackett is not a it's not a smart man and i feel bad for the broncos because they're probably going to lose a few games this year because of his poor decision making but they're going to win this week cuz Houston's not that good even though i love lovey smith and his giant beard
0: you know what i'm going on on a limb here and i i thought that denver was going to be really really good this year but I think there's going to be some growing pains here at the beginning of the year. I don't it didn't feel like the Russ and the wide receivers were on the same page. While on the other side of the ball, Houston oh, with David Jerry Mills. Judy. Yeah, Jerry Judy did rip it up. Forgot, but fine. Everyone else he did terrible with, but David Mills tore it up and is a second-year player, second year with Houston. Once again, division game. This is at home. They just took the Colts to overtime and tied at. They're, it's at Denver. Oh, it is at Denver. I don't care. Fuck yeah. it. I'm still going with Houston.
1: I I don't know, man. It's Russell Wilson's first home game at Denver. In Denver, I I don't know. I just feel like he's gonna want to win. I. I doubt Nathaniel Hackett will have a decision as big as this at the end of the game. I hope he does because I want to see him do something stupid again. That'll be entertaining football. I don't like the Broncos, so I was fine with it. But, yeah, I'm going Denver. Um, the next game, Sunday, last Sunday afternoon game, is the 0-1 Arizona Cardinals at The 0-1 Las Vegas Raiders. And once again, I feel like this one is pretty obvious on paper, but who knows?
0: I think it's only obvious on paper to you because you really hate the Cardinals and you just don't think they're very good.
1: I don't hate the Cardinals. Like, as a team, they're probably one of the ones that I like more. But, like, I just don't feel the love. I don't like Cliffs Kingsbury. I just... I don't know, the whole thing with uh, Kyler Murray and his whole clause in his contract, why would they put that in there if it wasn't a real issue? Why would they feel the need to? I don't care what he says. They felt the need to put that in there because they didn't think he was watching film. I I don't know. Is watching film important? I think so. Maybe he doesn't think so because he's made it this far and, like, what do I know? I've never even played quarterback in, like, a wee football game. But, like... I don't know. I'm down on Kyler Murray, and I mean the media probably put me down on Kyler Murray, but like, I just I don't believe in him. I like Las Vegas. I thought they did really good. I mean, the Chargers almost charged themselves, but somehow they they
0: didn't. They outcharged Devontae themselves Adams, by charging themselves.
1: You no, know, I don't think it was just Aaron Rodgers with Devontae Adams. <laughs> he had a game, um, and I'm so glad that I have my one of my fantasy teams because. He's going to be doing that all year long. Devontae Adams is a beast. Yeah. I I think that this game will be a seven-point game. I think that Las Vegas is going to win
0: this game. I don't really care that much about home field advantage in the professional sports leagues. I don't think it really matters as much as it does in like college or other things. But it's in Vegas, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Vegas is a weird one. Vegas, I always will give an extra advantage to. Because even since they moved to Vegas, now it's just a bunch of drunk gambling crazy people who go to the game instead of just the crazy Californians who used to go to the game. That place will be rocking. I don't see Arizona winning this second game. I do think Arizona is a good team, and I think they're a playoff team. But I once again think this is another team that's going to have growing pains at the beginning of the year. They're missing pieces again. Kyler is up and down, and also they don't have D-hop because of the suspension. So I am going to agree with Diesel, and I'm also going to take the Las Vegas Raiders here. And, yeah, Hunter Renfro, catch some touchdowns or something. Don't be such a freaking piece of crap.
1: Man, Sunday Night Football, we have... Uh, showdown in the black and blue division the NFC North it is the 1-0 and Chicago Bears coming to the historic Lambeau Field 0-1 Packers and this reminds me a lot of last year with the Packers uh, getting stomped by New Orleans and then having a primetime game week 2 and then figuring it out that's how they, like, it feel it felt like when they played the Lions and Monday Night Football last year, they figured it out. And I feel like this is what they're going to do in this game. It's going to be a close game, but all in all, I think they're going to come out in the end victor. So I'm going with the Packers. i the Packers by six.
0: I also agree this is the Packers game, and I don't agree it's going to be close, though. I think... This is the game that everyone who across the entire preseason and offseason thought this is going to be one of the greatest defenses in the NFL. I think this is one of those games that they're all going to point to and go, "See, I told you." Because Justin Fields did not look good against San Francisco and you can't just blame that on the rain because he was just throwing some nasty balls before the rain really started coming down and then the few good passes that he did make one was on some pure backyard bullshit that I can't believe worked. And the other one was a nice pass. I think, though, Green Bay owns Chicago. I think Green Bay wins this one going away. And I think Chicago maybe only scores three points.
1: Yeah, I also, with Green Bay's defense, I don't think they really got the credit they were due last week against Minnesota. You can say, yeah, well, Justin Jefferson like ran all over them. But... They only gave up 23 points. That should be enough points for the Packers offense to win that game. Like, it almost seemed like their strategy was to, like, basically let Justin Jefferson run all over the field because they knew they weren't going to be able to contain him and make sure they stopped Thielen, make sure they stopped Delvin Cook. And they did that. They were very successful at all that. But the the Packers offense lost in that game and it wasn't because of the first pass like yeah that sucked for watson like but if you think about it it was his first nfl play ever Aaron rogers throwing him the ball he's wide open his brain's probably like oh my god i'm wide open nobody's in front of me i'm gone just had to catch this ball i mean that is a tough situation i don't blame the rookie for that at all i i don't know I just feel bad that Aaron Rodgers decided not to target him for the rest of the game, basically, because of that. That's what it felt like. But I i don't know. The Packers are going to win this game. The Packers are going to be fine. It's just they weren't prepared. I i mean, it's very obvious. They like Just like last year, they weren't ready to go. I don't know why, but this is a theme that happens at the beginning of the year. I'm not worried. When we play the Vikings in Week 17, I believe, Packers are going to probably win that game. And they split every year. It's fine.
0: As a Packer fan, you just know what's up. That's what Wisconsin sports do. They're going to let you down here and there. And then at the end, they're really going to let you down.
1: So this week is unique. Because we have a doubleheader on Monday night. So the first game on Monday night was a classic on Monday night last year. Might have been... The best regular season game of the year. And it is the 0 1 Tennessee Titans traveling to the 1 0 Buffalo Bills. And last year's game, Derrick Henry and Josh Allen, they went off. And I had them both in fantasy. Like, I won my game, I beat Clanger by like point something, like less than a point. And I needed like 80 points going into Monday night and those two players got it for me. But uh, yeah, I don't think we're gonna get that game again this
0: year. No, unfortunately not. I think the Bills are really, really good. And I don't think Tennessee's very good, just like we kind of both agreed with when we did our way too early NFL predictions. I think Tennessee's on the backslide. I do think Derrick Henry still will hopefully do decent for me in this game, but this Bills defense is really scary. And the way they shut down. Almost
1: unfair.
0: Yeah. They shut down the defending Super Bowl champs who had one of the best offenses that we'd ever seen in the NFL. And they made it look easy. It. This Bills team could be really scary. Like, get in on the ground floor if you can get some good odds for the Bills for winning the Super Bowl right now before those odds just completely go out the window. And maybe maybe they don't, but I think it's the clear-cut best bet right now. I got the Bills. the Titans keep it close? No, I got the Bills by 13.
1: Yeah, that sounds about right. I think it's going to be a two-possession game at the end. Um I don't know. I The Bills defense is nasty. It's almost unfair. I feel like I said it before and I'll stick to my guns. I feel like they did overpay for Von Miller only because of the years they gave him. I feel like by the end of the contract, he's not going to be as productive as he is right now. I feel like right now he's still in the tail end of his prime and he's a beast still. I just feel like in the long run it's going to hurt them but that being said they won a couple super bowls who cares you know so whatever it's not for me to say maybe it's a little bit of jealousy that the packers didn't try to go out and get them but who knows oh uh, we got one final Monday night game and i think this one is actually a very good matchup to end the week and this one is at 7 30 and it is the minnesota vikings who are 1-0 at the 1-0 philadelphia eagles are either of these teams real? That's the question that we might get answered on Monday or maybe we're going to come out of that game being like you don't know, but we got a really good game. I could see this game being a shootout. I think like the Eagles with AJ Brown is like their offense has expanded so much just adding him. Like Jalen Hurts looked pretty good. I mean, it was against the Lions, but he looked pretty good on Sunday. And on the flip side, the Vikings Kirk Cousins looked pretty good, but I mean, we also had a wide open Justin Jefferson and if you can't make that throw, you shouldn't be playing quarterback in the NFL. I I don't know. I didn't make I had all mine like picked out before we started talking. I haven't made my pick on this one yet. I'm leaning towards the Vikings. I I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be a shootout. Jefferson versus Brown. Both of them have decent run game. Uh, both of them have good defenses. I think I'm gonna go with the Vikings by three.
0: I am high and really, really high on Jalen Hurts this year. I think that he is primed not only to be the top scoring fantasy player this year, but also to contend for the MVP. <laughs> Cooper does not agree with me, apparently, about that. But she's young. She'll learn. I got the Eagles. I think fly, Eagles, fly. I think this Eagles team is going to run away with the NFC East. I know you want it to be a dogfight. I don't think it's going to be. I think Eagles are running away with it.
1: I don't know. I mean, as long as they beat up on each other, it's possible for it to be a dogfight. So I don't know. I am very excited for week two. There's a lot of great matchups this week, and it's going to be fun on red zone. I am ready to go for week two right now. We still got to wait another day, unfortunately, but hey, Thursday night football is going to be a great way to kick it off, and I think that Minnesota at Philadelphia is going to be a great way to end the week, and I'm very, very excited, and let's let's go. So. You have any other love, final thoughts before we end this one?
0: I love and hate the NFL with all of my heart. It makes me both the happiest and the angriest. I sit in my chair on Sundays with my TV on, my phone on, and my laptop on, and I just watch football all day. So I love and I hate it. I just get angry and happy in each second, and I just can't wait. Can't wait for tomorrow.
1: Why? I think. Uh, that's all that needs to be said. Uh, we don't uh, we have a usual sign off for other show, but uh, this one we really don't. We don't have a Twitter account for this show, but you can follow me on Twitter at diesel underscore vftr. You can always follow Chad on Twitter at chads underscore mind. You can always just hit us up. Like we're still part of the Visionaries Global Media, we can still do that part. Like you can send in your podcast to Visionaries Global Media at gmail.com and you can be like our podcast we're brand new look at look at us taking a waiver on like this young up and coming podcast we're great we're great uh podcast uh whatever whatever i don't know what's going on but you can join this great podcasting network and all you have to do send your podcast into visionaries global media at gmail.com and you'll be added to the network and you'll be heard on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, something else. I don't know, Podknife, Potable, I think. I think that's all I need to say. And apparently now on YouTube because you're probably watching us on YouTube right now. Or if not, if you're listening to us on any of the things I just mentioned, go to YouTube. View from the top rope. I'm sure this is where we're going to release it because we don't have another one. Watch us because you'll get to see my bushy beard. And Chad's cave. But for the Dadalac Chad, I am Diesel. And what should I say here? Enjoy some football this weekend. Let's go.